We're back, baby. We are back after a long, what was it? Two weeks. How long? Two weeks? Yep. Yeah. Sorry about that uh, for all those listening. It's been a crazy busy two weeks, at least on my end. I don't know what Griffin's been doing. Oh, yeah. Um, finishing up school here, so been a little oh, busy that's for me. Not that, that's not that important. Whatever, man. <laughs> Alrighty, so yeah, we've been gone for about two weeks. We missed out on a lot of news to talk about, so we're going to do a quick, uh, I guess, rundown highlight of just a few things before we dive into today's topic, which we will reveal uh, here soon. Uh, first, Griffin, what did uh, did you do these last two weeks uh, in regards to you know geeking out, nerding out? Um, watched Godzilla, which we'll talk about. Indeed, not much to talk about on my end for that, and uh, I'll explain later. I could talk and talk on that topic, but I really don't want to, or I'll end up smashing my computer or something. You know, um, not a lot of new geeky stuff, but um, some movie news and game news that came out that we're going to talk about. Um, I'll run down for it for us really quick. Yes, give us the rundown. So, first up, we'll be doing our Godzilla vs. Kong review. I think Wall has a lot to say about that more than I do. We have our Army of the Dead trailer, full-length trailer that came out. Zack Snyder's new film. We have a bunch of Resident Evil news. This is what I'm excited about. Oh, yeah. That's going to be the main topic there. Yeah. So the Resident <laughs> Evil director has uh, gave us a few details about the movie and title. And also Resident Evil 8 comes out in a month. So we'll be... And the demo came out and the trailer came out. And we'll be talking about that. Some other movie news in regards to Knives Out. Um, Ghost of a Tsushima movie, Indiana Jones 5, and Lord of the Rings series. So we'll get into that a little bit today. Oh man, quite the diversity. But yeah, mainly we're going to be focusing on, uh, I guess, a zombie thing, especially with the, the the Snyder's movie and, of course, Resident Evil. And I a couple other minor zombie news. But I think in our first episode, we mentioned our mutual love for uh, Resident Evil and mm-hmm. just the franchise and how we really like that. And we also gave you guys a warning that that will be a topic. Uh, it will be the topic of today's podcast for the most part and probably future podcasts, especially when the game drops and movies drop and whatnot. So let's uh, yeah dive right into it. And you said Godzilla versus Kong review. I am an avid fan of Godzilla, <laughs> so I do want to hear uh, your just quick couple sentence review on the film and then i'll give my input on it real quick yeah you know it's so interesting and it's kind of frustrating because you know this is our third episode and i every time i feel like we talk about a movie to review it's not always the most positive i mean we both like justice league but i feel like we're always kind of crapping on these movies but i mean i have to be honest um godzilla vs kong was not a good movie Mm -hmm. Um, yep yep I went, uh, I went, I, I couldn't agree with you more, but I was going to say, I, I went to the theater very high hoped yeah. and I left very disappointed, very upset actually. So you went to the theater and uh, saw it? I did. I wanted to see it in IMAX, you know, man, so, uh, the theater where I'm at is open. So I had that privilege. Uh, it just sucks that the, my first post, I guess, Corona peak movie experience was Godzilla versus Kong. And you know what is Oof. even the most frustrating to me is it's getting good reviews. Yeah. It's, it's making like a ton it, of money. I don't know if they're just real desperate because we haven't really had a blockbuster movie in quite a bit. But it's getting good reviews. Even a positive Rotten Tomato store. I just cannot see how at all. It just to me was a terrible movie. Yeah, the action was okay. The plot was really whack. The acting was terrible. A lot of plot holes, and like I said, I can go on and on, and I'm just going to leave it at this. Godzilla vs. Kong, from an avid Godzilla fan, was a letdown. I can see to like the general public, um, to those who may just like a good Fast and Furious action-packed movie, they may have enjoyed it, but to me, it was really whack. Well, that's what I was... A few nods to... I was going to say, a few nods to um, you know, the fans. Like The last movie had a lot of those kind of easter eggs and nods to the fans this one had like maybe three or four and it was really just it was a money maker that's all it was well i was gonna bring up the fact that like you talked about maybe fans want like a fast and furious type like popcorn action film but even from that perspective i feel like it wasn't even that good of a film with like the fighting 
like mm-hmm. that whole part. I mean, Mecha, yeah, I, Mechagodzilla was kind of cool, but I thought the whole movie was kind of let down. Obviously, the characters were not very good. The story was not very good. But I thought, like, mm-hmm. maybe I would, the fights would come up and I'd be like, okay, at least that's interesting. But to me, yeah. that wasn't even interesting. And it, 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 was just it had that cop-out ending. The, it had the cop-out yeah. ending of, <laughs> hey, let's team up. Like, every versus movie. It anyway. was Batman versus Superman, but with giant monsters. Yep. But um, what would you rate this? And this was a quick review. So. Godzilla versus Kong, two out of ten. If we do it out of a ten, if we're doing out of five, one out of five. I, I mean, I don't know how we want to rate this. What but. did we rate Justice League? Like, was I it five know. or ten? I don't know. Maybe five. I think the average thing is five. Yeah, we'll do five. Uh, two point five out of five. Gosh, I gosh. And those for uh, for those who are listening, I want to do a fair warning. Uh, if you hear barking in the distance, it is my small little yiping <laughs> dogs. I try to put them in the basement. Don't worry, it's fully heated. It's got windows and all that, not like some dark basement. But I do usually put them in the basement while we record, and for the most part, they have been quiet. But something is ticking them off outside right now, and it's making them bark in the background. So if you hear that, that's my end. Not so much I can really do. So unprofessional. <laughs> so unprofessional. I know. I know. I'm just kidding. I can't wait till we start using cameras, and then... Like, people could see my cool corner that I have set up Yeah, here. that people would see my little junk corner. <laughs> actually, my wife spent today uh, really cleaning up and organizing my office space. It actually looks uh, really Pinterest-esque. Really <laughs> nice. So, if you're listening to this, babe, uh, thanks. All right. So, the next topic, um, I feel like we've been talking about this director for, like, ever. Um, <laughs> so, Zack Snyder's new film is coming out, Army of the Dead, the first full-length trailer came mm-hmm. out and i love this trailer the first teaser trailer honestly was kind of a letdown i thought it didn't really do much for me it was almost looked like a suicide squad movie mm-hmm. the teaser trailer but this gave you more of the story and more the, um of what the zombies are and what kind of the plot of it is what do you think uh that is a blockbuster kind of movie that has potential to me mm-hmm. uh, i think it has the potential to draw in fans the snyder fans as toxic as may they may be uh but i also think it's a good break away from this dull kind of justice league-esque cinematic vibe and I, I think it's gonna be interesting i'm looking forward to it i love a good zombie film yeah well i think he's already making a spin-off like series or movie i'm not sure i know the photo came out already of the cast for like the spin-off i think um, hmm. I think there's a comic series they're making already. So he's kind of making his own little Army of the Dead universe with Netflix. So if he doesn't have okay, the DC stuff, it, he has it. his zombie stuff, which is kind of in his ballpark, the zombie genre. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What do you think about the zombies? Uh, definitely an uh, interesting take. Um, you know what? It gave, it gave me a vibes of 30 Days of Night. Really? I got, yeah. Well, I, got just the, I guess the fast zombies. Yeah, it was kind I don't of... know, 30 Days of Night is one of the few zombie movies that actually scare the crap out of me. Like, Would you consider that watched... zombies or vampires? Vampires. Yeah. For me, when it comes to anything horror, if I can kill it versus like something that's a l- really hard to kill, like a vampire, uh, it's definitely going to be a little bit different when it comes to a fear level. I feel like you know, media has made zombies to be like, Oh, you can wipe out a horde if you have the right equipment. Vampires? Nah. I don't know, man. That's that's what I liked about the trailer because they were talking about it in the trailer that hey, they they're organized, they're keeping the vault safe so they can't just mm-hmm. kill hordes of zombies. They have a queen. They're smart. Yeah. They're like uh I am legend. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I think it's a cool take and it's an interesting take. I was actually kind of worried that it'd just be a heist film with a bunch of dumb zombies walking around, but it, I think it's an mm-hmm. interesting plot. Uh, what do you think about the cast? Dave Bautista kind of starring in the whole trailer. Oh yeah, I like Dave Bautista a lot. I used to be very hesitant with him. I was always hesitant with any WWE to acting actors. You know, got The Rock. Now in Suicide Scott, we got John Cena. Uh, but yeah, I think Bautista has really showed off that he can uh, act on a bigger platform. Whether it's Guardians of the Galaxy, you got Blade Runner. Uh, he actually does shine in the roles that he's giving. And the difference between him and someone, say, like The Rock, is he's actually diversified. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that a lot about him. Uh, he just fits in whatever environment, and he's not just the same character, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward if it's good and people watch it. I'm looking forward to the sequels that will inevitably come. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, when's that coming out again? Either May seventh or fifteenth. I should know that. I should have that written down. But um, yeah, the first week or two of May, I believe. Oh, okay. I think. Gotcha, gotcha. You think you think if it blows up, you ever get a video games franchise? Oh, hundred percent. If this thing's huge, <laughs> they're gonna do everything again. They're already laying the blueprint out for it. Which why not? Yeah. Why not? All right, let's talk about Resident Evil. <laughs> let's, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Nice little segue, the video game franchise into it. Uh, but yeah, Resident Evil being the top of the zombie tier, even though this new one really isn't diving into you know your typical zombie. I don't think Resident Evil really has for quite a while, um, other than you know the recent remakes and whatnot. But yeah, I, I'm a big fan of the franchise, but I know you are definitely more of a fan i guess from my perspective than oh yeah uh than me <laughs> you're always the one texting me dude trailer dude check this out dude. <laughs> i think i found out about resident evil 8 from like a text in the middle of the night from you so yeah take it away real quick and i'll i'll add my input here or there so just uh, my background on resident evil it's been my whole life basically um the first couple games came first three games came out for playstation the original playstation um, I remember playing them even when I was like four or five, six years old. I've always played them. I have the collection of books from, um, I think it's S.D. Perry is her name. I have, um, yeah, just always enjoyed it and followed through each game, even the spinoffs. There's dozens of spinoffs as well. Um, yeah, so it's like a holiday for me in May. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Oh, man. But, um, yeah, so let's start with the movie. Um it's going to be directed by Johans Roberts, the 47 Meters Down director, which is a little, oh, a little skeptical. I've never even seen the movie. <laughs> I think I have. So. It's, it's all right. He's like, a, he's like a B movie director, which kind of scares me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so he's directed, and he did an interview I saw on IGN, and they were asking him some quick questions. And the first thing he talked about was he had a title, and it was Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. Perfect. In my, okay. I mean, gotcha. it's nothing special. It's just a title, but I think it's actually a pretty cool title for a the fan. Raccoon City arc. Uh, to me, has always been my favorite in Resident Evil. And that's the other thing um, he had brought up. She asked, "Was it following the first game or second game?" And it's a, I guess, a combination of the first and second okay. game. It and it takes place in one night. So the hmm. mansion. Yeah, this is interesting. The mansion in the apocalypse in Raccoon City happens in one night. And that makes sense because if you look at the cast, I mean, it's everybody. It's Leon, it's Chris, it's Jill, it's Wesker, it's everybody. Claire. Now, does that worry you, though, just a little bit? You don't think that's a little too jam-packed? Oh, it might be. Because remember, this is going to be a B-grade directing movie. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is on Netflix, correct? No, I don't think it's a Netflix film. I think it is a um, studio. I can't remember which studio. But I don't believe. I don't know. Is it Netflix? Well, either way. I feel like that, as interesting as that could be, that combination, I feel like that very well can be very, I guess, Mm -hmm. jam-packed. You know, if you have a whole bunch of characters, you're going to miss character development. You may miss, as a fan, you may miss out on or get irked by uh, certain points in the movie that are in the game that may get skipped over or just lightly brushed. Uh, But, yeah, other other than that, uh, I look forward to it. did you like the Resident Evil movies back in like the early 2000s? The first one, I will always stand by this. The first one is a good movie. Not just a good video game movie. I think the first Resident Evil movie is really good. And I think Resident Evil Apocalypse, the second movie, is fun for fans. Because it's so mm-hmm. connected to the game. And it feels like the game, it looks like the game. After that, when it became kind of post-apocalyptic and it became an action franchise... That's when they really got dumb for me. But they're always money makers. They're always making money at the box office. So that's, mm-hmm. I think as long as this film feels like the game for fans, um, they'll make plenty of sequels. Okay. What about TV shows? I thought there was one rumored for a while. Yeah, that's what I thought I heard. I remember talking to you about that. Um, I thought it was an animated, maybe, an animated TV show. Well, yeah, there were just, I think there was just a trailer release for another animated Resident Evil TV series or movie. I haven't checked it out, though. 
Yeah. Shame on me. I, but you're a fan. To yeah. Check it out. <laughs> I'm coming to you to the questions. And you're giving me nothing. <laughs> no. Giving me air. But um, the more Resident Evil, the better, I think. Honestly. Now, uh, I have a question for you um, in regards to the games, especially with the most recent one. Resident Evil, of course, started more with a zombie-themed, uh, you know, uh, game, you know, with puzzles and whatnot. Of course, the new game is centered around the puzzles, as you've seen the footage as I have. Uh, but the zombies, uh, you didn't see them really... the. In the last, uh, was it Resident Evil 7? Mm-hmm. And now we're going into what, vampires and lichens and, and whatnot. How do you how do you feel about that? The vampire and lichen thing I like. I always like gothic horror, so I'm interested in it. I know some people will, will be on YouTube comments and social media comments and be like, this is a Resident Evil. That's what they said for um, the mm-hmm. 7 trailer, I remember. But I'm fine with them going in a different direction. As long as they continue to make more Resident Evil games like Resident Evil 2 Remake, Resident Evil 3 Remake. Um, right now they're developing Resident Evil 4 Remake. I'm down with new ideas as long as they still keep the zombies around. Yeah. And they're kind of going back to that. There's zombie-like creatures in the new one. so I mean, Yeah, they're considered lichens, which uh, yeah. I was watching the review today. Uh, lichens, I guess, in like mythology, are their closest thing to, I guess, a werewolf. Yep. But yeah. from the, I guess, footage, they don't look very werewolfy, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, but um, it looks a lot. The new game looks a lot like Resident Evil Four, and you still haven't played. Mm-hmm. Re- you still haven't played Resident Evil Four. I have not. I've been not. trying to get Wall to play need Resident Evil. I to get 4. on it. I do. You'll really enjoy it. I think. I feel like I may want to wait till a remake if they're already working on one. No, here's the thing. Resident Evil Four. Most fans would consider it the best Resident Evil. I would definitely play that first because I think Resident Evil Four remake. They're gonna make it a little different. So I would now play the original. Is Resident Evil Four? That's when the franchise switched from like fast zombies, like. Yeah, running. Fast Zombie to like more. I mean, from like horror to a more action base. Yeah, yes, but it's still one of the scariest ones. See, that's why I think it made everybody happy. It was more action packed, but it was still scary. It still had puzzles and stuff like that. Um, Resident Evil Five, when it, they went off the rails, it was just mm-hmm. punching the boulders and it was bad. And um, <laughs> Resident and then Resident Evil Six is we don't talk about Resident Evil Six. That's just terrible. But um, I would play Resident Evil 4. Um, which ones have you played? Let's talk about that. Which ones have you played? All right, so I have played 1. I've played the 2 and 3 remakes. Yes. I haven't played 4. I played 5 briefly in my uh, high school days, and mm. I don't I don't really remember it, honestly. I had friends who were really hyped on it, uh, and then I'd never touched 6, obviously, because mm. you bad reviews. And then I think when we talked about them in the past, you also gave me like, hey, don't yeah, don't, don't touch don't it. Don't touch it. it. Yeah. Played seven. I loved seven. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I really didn't like the original first one just because I was never a fan of those camera angles that oh, were the trending. Fixed, yeah, in the, the fixed camera. Yeah, the fixed camera. Yeah, they did that with Devil May Cry as well. The original ones. I don't know if you ever played those. Yeah, and yeah. I just I hated that. <laughs> did you play the uh, Did you play the remake of one, or did you play the PlayStation One Resident Evil One? I played the PlayStation. Ooh. I actually think it was a like one of those PlayStation Classic deals, and I bought it on PlayStation Four. Okay. So it was still basically the PlayStation One game, just like an emulated for PlayStation Four. Okay, and which one would you say is the best that you've played? Oh, I like two, and I like seven a lot. Yeah, those I are probably. I really awesome. like seven. Uh. Seven, probably... seven definitely has the best story out of all mm-hmm. of the Resident Evils. You know, most of the Resident Evils are about the gameplay and the puzzles and the scares, but Resident Evil Seven actually has a good story, and that's why I, I think Eight, based off the trailer, looks like it's going to be the same thing. You know, carrying Ethan's yeah. story on, and so yeah, that's what I'm excited about. But yeah, definitely Resident Evil Two Remake. I would say it's probably the best Resident Evil game of all time. Okay, I mean, I, for me. One of the things that always always drawn me to Resident Evil was like the idea that this could happen, you know, a virus and whatnot. Obviously, a little bit of a stretch, and that's why I'm a little wary on Resident Evil Eight because it looks like they're almost diving in, almost magic, you know. Oh, I, see I don't know if you watched with them with them turning into like the bats and moving around and stuff like that. 
Uh, I don't know how they're going to tie that in. I think it's going to be interesting to see how that. Oh, you're works. talking about Even like the Resident... are you talking about like the vampire ladies flying around? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even with Resident Evil Seven, they had a little bit of a science twist to it that made made yeah. it connect. Yeah. Um, but. Well, I mean, yes. in the be- beginning of the trailer, they had the umbrella sign on that um, object thing. So mm-hmm. I think maybe they'll explain how this has to do with the scientific studies of umbrella. Mm-hmm. So keep it along there. As long as they do that, I'm fine with whatever they do. They can always, it's a video game. They can always explain it. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing, and I got to say it, is I'm not intimidated by the antagonists. At least <laughs> from just the trailers. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's all how it plays out in the game though. Like it's gonna. You know, scare there's the me meme going around about how everybody is just simping and thinking the the lady Demetria yeah. or whatever is like hot and whatnot. And I watched the videos, and I watched like the trailers and the gameplay of people playing the demo. I'm like, dude, it's not like she has the same presence as say Mr. X. No, you know? yeah. Even no. though she's stalking you, she's still definitely a little bit of a pressured vibe. Don't get me wrong, but. uh Something is a little comical about her living in this giant castle and she doesn't have doors that fit her. Yeah. Uh, kind of is also throwing me off a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> I think that has to probably do with the virus. So they'll probably go into detail about that. I'm super pumped for it, man. I cannot wait. I just hope it's longer than Resident Evil 7 because Resident Evil 7 is quick. Mm-hmm. Um, what'd you think of Resident Evil 3 remake? I liked it. Did you play the original third? I did not. That's, okay, that's so, like that's a classic. Was the original third one of those locked camera views? Yeah, it was a fixed angle, but it's one of the best, and it's it's very quick like that game. That game's also fast and easy to beat, but it's it's it, it was originally Resident Evil Three was originally supposed to be like like a spinoff Resident Evil Nemesis, but mm-hmm. it, it turned into three. I think Code Veronica X. I don't know if you ever played that one. That was originally supposed to be the third one, but it, that turned into like a spinoff. Okay. Yeah, and. Um, how, how many of the spinoffs have you played? Have you played any of the spinoffs? I played a little bit of Code Veronica. Yep. Uh, that's honestly it, really. I mean, unless you're considering like a, a, a side mobile game that I downloaded on a whim while I was taking a crap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably about it that I can think right off the top of my head. Obviously, any like... It's, I wouldn't even consider it a spinoff, but you know, I got the oh, Catcom you told versus me, Marvel games and all that. You, you played the, um, what were the ones you were just talking about? I can't remember the names. It's, uh, is it Chronicles? Isn't that the uh, ones you played? Is, weren't you telling me about that? Or is that somebody I else? I don't think so. Okay, those are really good Resident Evil games. They're more action-packed, but they are still good Resident Evil games. Obviously, you have Resident Evil Outbreak, which I think is a good Resident Evil spinoff. Um, I always love this. There's this really crappy Resident Evil game back in the original PlayStation called Survivor. Resident Evil fans will definitely know that. And it's a first-person Resident Evil game. It is terrible, but there's so much nostalgia. I was looking at YouTube earlier with it. Man, that was, a, that was a good game. Now, isn't there a spinoff? I, I maybe just have a cloudy mind right here, but wasn't there a spinoff supposed to come on up here soon that was like a multiplayer kind of like survival? I feel like there was something, like a trailer dropped for a game. It was like multiplayer survival Resident Evil. Maybe, Maybe. I was thinking of something else. I would but have to look it what up. Was that, what was that thing that was announced? That uh, Resident Evil's teaming up with some other... Because um, you, you brought that up to me. Uh, teaming up with Fortnite? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Good luck. Gosh, I don't know. Maybe that's what I was talking about. Yeah, I think that's what you're talking about. But I'm going to pull it up on my phone, so you just... I'll just keep just talking keep, about Resident Evil. Yeah, just keep talking. Let me see if I can find something. Um, Yeah, but... I'm excited. I think, like I was saying, Resident Evil 4... Or Resident Evil 8 looks a lot like Resident Evil 4. They're bringing the merchant back. And again, you don't know anything about this, so you got to play Resident Evil 4. There's the merchant where you can buy weapons, and it's going to be like that in Resident Evil 8. The Resident Evil 4 has the same kind of setting with like a castle. It looks gothic. It's very similar. So I wonder how, why they went that route of making it similar to one of the greatest Resident Evil games of all time. I don't know. Hopefully it's different though. I'm killing airtime as Wall does research. I found it. Yes. It's called the Resident Evil RE-verse. It is a multiplayer uh, square off game. Style, so it's more almost like a fighting game. 
No thanks. But I also remember what I was telling you about. They are partnering with uh, Dead by Daylight. Yes, that's it. I'm so, interested. I'm uh, interested in that. Did you ever play that? Yes, not very long though. It's only fun when you play with friends. Maybe we should download and start we playing. Should, we should again. start playing that. Yeah. Maybe get Slack on it. Yeah. Slack's got to come on the podcast, man. Where has he Slack's been? Gotta, he's got to shape up a little bit. I don't know where he Hopefully went. Hopefully he hears this. I'm talking to you, buddy. Yeah, I don't know where he went. but <laughs> He's been too busy making music. The last thing else, um, we were talking about Resident Evil 3. Um, you said you liked it. That game was underwhelming when I first played it because I think I wanted so much more out of it. You're talking but about the remake? The, the, Resident Evil 3, the Resident Evil 3 remake. And mm. when I played it the second time through... I think because my expectations were what they were, now it's so much fun. I think that's actually a really good game, Resident Evil 3 Remake. I think what was a letdown for me is I got the game, and that was one of the few Resident Evil games that I didn't play with people. I know you like playing with yourself. Yeah. When I play any kind of horror (laughs) game, I like playing with, like, my friends. I usually would have people over, and we'd play through the night and whatnot. Yeah, that's But since I moved back... Uh, it's kind of just been me. All my friends here now aren't really into games, or they're busy doing their own life. Yeah, so, you keep bringing up the, the fact. Music. You keep bringing up the <laughs> fact that you want to play Resident Evil with me and Slack, and I'm just like quiet. Like I gotta play that myself, man. That that's me. In the, that's me in the dark by myself. Well, you're the kind of guy that replays a game, so maybe play it by yourself and then come back. That's that's what I'm gonna do. Because I'm not someone. I'm someone who will get frustrated at a puzzle while I'm getting chased by the big lady. Uh, so maybe if you play it, you can give a little bit more guidance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I love playing those games myself. I'm a single-player kind of guy, but definitely we should get... De- uh, what is it called? I don't even remember the t- title of the game. Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight, yeah. We should play that. I don't mm-hmm. mind multiplayer. It's it's not too bad. I've only played it a couple times. Um, I don't have any of the expansion packs or whatnot. I just have like the first three monsters or whatever it's supposed to be. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty fun. Uh, speaking of multiplayer zombies, I know this is kind of going off our Resident Evil hype, but dude, Left 4 Dead, that is a multiplayer game. I love. I forgot for. all about Left 4 Dead. That game used to yeah, be so much fun. Back for uh, is it Back for Blood or Back for something? I think it's called Back for Blood, and remember. that is the remake. I think coming out late this summer. I would have to double check. But I am really excited for that, especially since they're bringing back some like the original characters. They're keeping the gameplay mechanics pretty similar, uh, really focusing on that multiplayer and whatnot. And that was one of the games of my childhood, like playing. I remember coming home from like seventh grade, and I'd hop on AIM on my computer and message my boys. I'm like, "Hey, we're going on now, Xbox Live." <laughs> so I'm really excited for that. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah the last zombie. The last thing I'll say about Resident Evil, um, first of all, play four before eight comes out. I know you're busy, man. You're Gosh, very busy. You're very yeah, busy, man. About but to it's be a cheap. father. It, yeah, I know. It's cheap on. Yeah, that's why you got to get this done now. <laughs> it's cheap on PS4. And um, the um, last thing is, if you're a Resident Evil fan listening to this, there's a sh- I'm going to give out a shout out. Um, a YouTube channel called Residents of Evil. Residents of Evil. They do interviews with um cast members of the games and all that and they do gameplay they just did a demo walkthrough of eight that's a great youtube channel for resident evil fans i may have actually watched that today i'm Uh, sure you have it could have been through because i watched like a full like detailed demo review while i was at work today uh when i was just when it was slow at my work so i just pulled it up and was watching some of it so yeah those guys are good um that's like my dream is to have a YouTube channel just for Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you join them? Yeah. Hey, guys. Leave this podcast and join <laughs> them instead, Griffin. Gosh. Um, since we're on video games, something that comes out, I think, very close to Resident Evil 8, I think like a week later, is the Mass Effect, Le- Mass Effect Legendary Edition. The three games for PS4, which I will be playing again. Have you ever played Mass Effect? I have. I have. I'm going to play through They're them again. decent. I love um, those games. I don't know. And it's not something that it should be a considered a rivalry. But when Mass Effect was really popular, I was into Halo. <laughs> so I never gave Mass Effect, I guess, the day and time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I played them. I actually played them a couple years ago fully through. 
uh, just because you know it's one of those games that people that series that people say hey if you like sci-fi games you gotta hop on it yeah and, and they, they're all right to me i don't know i don't know um yeah so that the three um collection edition is coming out i know andromeda was an okay game the fourth one um i know they just announced a new game with no details but they say it's coming back so i'm looking forward to it um what else uh do you want to get into our looking forward to stuff uh yeah we can so it was news Uh, I'll, i'll just uh kick us off um it was news that knives out which is having a sequel and a third film already in development was bought by netflix netflix bought it Ryan Johnson and Daniel Craig will, I guess, get a hundred million each for each film. Hmm. Life's not fair. But what do you think about the first one, and what do you think about the sequels? The potential. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I liked the first Knives Out a lot. I think Daniel Craig really shined. I do think it got a little political, but yeah, that's just life. But I thought I thought it was very fair though. I thought it was like in the middle kind of. I don't know what you thought, but I thought it was like making fun of both. I don't know. I'd have to rewatch it. I think there was just definitely. I'm very political leaning, and I very, you know, you know me, and I'm not gonna dive into it on this podcast. So when I watch stuff like that, little bit of me gets a little irked. But I guess you know it is Hollywood. It is mainstream media. I'm gonna expect it. I just want to tell. I just want to tell our listeners. It's not gonna stop me from. I just want to tell our listeners. Uh, I'm neutral. <laughs> so. It's not going to stop me from enjoying a good movie, and Knives Out was a good movie. Yeah. Me and my brother quote the, the what's the cheese, or something like that. <laughs> something Daniel Craig said in that movie all the time. Yeah, uh, so. I'm excited. And it's also those kind of movies always have like new cast, so it's kind of interesting mm-hmm. who would be cast in it. Some One of the more breakout actors was casted in it, wasn't it? Who was that? Oh, uh, it's a... Uh, who's in that? In the first the, one? The sequel. Oh, the no, sequel. The sequel. Oh, I have no idea. Isn't Adam Driver in it? I think they were talking about Adam Driver. I saw him on, on the little knife, kind of like chair, whatever. No. I could have swore he was like one of like the news. He was confirmed to be in it. Google right. it right now. I'm Googling. You just keep talking. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but anyway, I really did yeah, it like was rumored. Knives Out. Right now, I think it was just rumored, but that would be a cool one. I know this is putting you on the spot, but who would you want in a Knives Out film? In a Knives Out film? Yeah. Ooh-wee. I know that's putting you on the spot. That is really putting on the spot, dude. Dang. Uh, I would like to see Adam Driver, honestly. <laughs> uh, I love Daniel Craig. Uh, you know who I think could play an interesting character and who always is an interesting character to me and everything he does is um why can't I think of his name already? The dude that does uh Smeagol and Andy Circus. Uh, Andy Circus, yes. Be a good I feel one. like his just chaotic character yeah. could add something a little crazy to that. That'd be good. I think I was thinking somebody witty like Simon Pegg. I know okay, that's kind yeah. of a random one, but I, I love him. I'm a huge Cornetto Trilogy fan, Edgar Wright fan. I think Simon Pegg would be a cool one. I think, I don't know, some, for some reason, like Kate Blanchett. I don't know. Any star. I, that, that's what's great about those movies. Any star would be fun. It's kind of like, um, what's uh, Kenneth Branagh's franchise he's doing right now? Death on the Nile and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited think, for uh, it. I think what makes it... What makes that movie? It's did you? Let me ask you this: When you watched the first one, did you predict? Like, did you guess how it was going to go down? A little bit. No, no, actually, it was. Yes, Chris Hemsworth is out. Not Hemsworth, Evans. Chris Evans is obviously. You can kind of guess, but the thing that surprised me, what I thought Ryan Johnson did really well, and I know a lot of people give Ryan Johnson crap for is like changing people's expectations but in a way this worked he talked um he, he kind of revealed who the killer was in the very beginning mm-hmm. and it and like it's like okay this is this is like a whole different murder mystery now we're now we're just doing cover-up and i thought that was really cool the real question is, is it going to continue that theme or is it because that is a sequel uh is he going to change it up a little bit so that people who are analysts like yourself are going to not be able to i guess guess or see that right off the bat 
Well, actually, I'm not really much of an analyst when I watch a film. I'm actually somebody who turns off my brain. Like, I'm not somebody who likes to guess. Oh. Yeah, I'm not somebody who likes to guess an ending and everything like that. So I'm always surprised. Hmm. Yeah, okay. I, that's how I do. I know some people are like that, which annoys me. Who are like, oh, I guess it's that. Yeah. Other than Daniel Craig, is there any returning cast, or is this going to be a completely different story? It's like Kenneth Branagh's um, Murder on the Orient Express. It's like the detective goes to each different location with different cast members. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. All right, next up, you ready? Yeah, go ahead. I'm looking at my handwriting, and I can't... Okay, I remember this. Okay, um, so the John Wick director is directing a Ghost of Tsushima film. Oh, baby, yes. Ooh. Dude, that game is so good. That's, I think about it constantly. That is one of the greatest PlayStation 4 games of all time. When we look back at to, PlayStation 4... I need to 100% beat that game. Because yeah. I, I, you know, I beat the main story and whatnot. I did most of it, but even the side missions in that game, and we can talk about that game all the time. I wish we did this podcast when it dropped. Yeah. Because that game is... It's hot. I haven't touched the multiplayer yet. No, I haven't either. The main story and that... Obviously, it gets the similar praise from just a general community because now we're getting a movie from a really action-packed uh, director. So, yeah, I just think that game is one of those games that really makes you feel emotional when you play it. Mm-hmm. I think it's so done well. It's beautiful. The story is awesome. The different kind of you can do like a Akira Kurosawa black and white version. Oh yeah, oh. it's a cinematic masterpiece. There are very. I would say there are very few games that give me that feeling. I think the first Last Last of Us. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going through the second Last of Us now. I may just quit that and just pick up that Resident Evil game. Yeah. <laughs> but the first one definitely, uh, for me, God of War, the PS4 remake or reboot, is yep. an absolute. It's uh, if not equal to Ghost of Tsushima. I know you haven't touched oh, no. it, have you? Yeah, I played it. Yeah. It's. I loved it. I loved it very much. That's very one game. of the games I'm very excited for. I know they were talking about like a Ghost of Tsushima two, but I honestly would love just just. That's one of those games I don't want it to be ruined by right. a sequel like The Last of Us. I'd rather them just not touch it. Maybe yeah. make a movie. Uh, I think the story was really good and it ended on a good note. So, man, I'm yeah. I think it can be such a great movie. It like. <laughs> video game films always get bad raps but that's something i feel like it's hard to kind of mess up i know i've said that about video games before and they've always been bad video game movies Mm -hmm. but that's a hard film to mess up that has a lot of potential they just literally have to make the game into a movie i mean the story is already there yeah i know but you know if it's it's gonna be a movie so they're gonna want to demand a little bit more i guess action yeah i think that game stealth is a very stealth oriented yeah, it's kind of a very so, like peaceful game to play. <laughs> oh yeah, it's. I mean, when you ride through those fields, the that first scene after the main battle spoil alert, if you haven't played it, where you're riding through that like white grass field, yeah, and it says Ghost to Tsushima. Oh my gosh, gave me chills. Yeah, I know. I bought that game in like the special edition, like the day it dropped, because I already knew it was going to be a masterpiece. It's very therapeutic. <laughs> Indeed, I, I know you had the hots for that one chicken too. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Golly, I wonder, have they really, I know it's just rumored, have they released any kind of casting yet? Uh, I don't think so. I'm trying to think of some Japanese Japanese actors I like, but, um, no. Um, do you ready to move on, or do you want to talk more about yeah. that? Oh, okay. We can talk about, uh, I, I know you were just talking about video game uh, movies. I know Mortal Kombat comes out this weekend, and before you dog on it, I will say I just watched right before this podcast. They released the like the opening scene. Saw it too. And it looks good. It looks really cool. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm not going to go to the theaters. I'm not going to lie. It's an HBO Max launch. Yep. I probably won't. But I can tell that it's definitely a little more well-made in comparison, I guess, other fighting game renditions. Yeah. So, I'm excited for that. But we can just we can just leave it at that and then maybe talk about it. Yeah, we'll do a review on that for sure. Um... This is a quick one. We don't have to talk much about this because I actually don't know much about the production. Um, Indiana Jones 5 cast Mads Mikkelsen. I love Mads Mikkelsen. I'm all for it. As I don't a villain? Know. Yeah, as a villain. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the film's about. And it's not Spielberg directing. Is it Spielberg produced? Is like he a part of it at yeah, all? Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he's a part of it. It's James Mangold, which isn't the worst thing. James Mangold's really good. I just oh, yeah, I liked uh, Logan. 
It's it's one of those things though. It's like if it's not Spielberg, why even do it? You know, what has Spielberg been doing recently though? He just I got, know he did Ready Player One, didn't he? He just finished um, the remake for. Why am I drawing a blank? Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, he just finished the musical. Oh my god, I'm drawing a blank right now. You got this. The Jets, man. Oh, okay. I didn't watch it. No, not the not the Jets. Like the, that's in the movie. That's like, um, oh my god. West Side Story. Oh my gosh. West Side Story. <laughs> I really struggled. Yeah, so he just he just shot that with um, Ansel Elgort's in it. Ah. Yeah. So that's a that's a with all the stuff going around I know. about him. Yeah, I know that's a problem. The ballsy, ballsy move. Maybe but. that's why we haven't heard much about the film, because I'm pretty sure they shot that a while ago. Yeah, um, straight to DVD. Yep. Um. Oh but yeah. You, you know so. what film? Oh, I'm sorry. You want to keep talking about that? Go ahead. No, no. I was just gonna close it out. So yeah, Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. I, I again, I don't know much about the film. I love Raiders of the Lost Ark, so I'll watch it, of course. But mm-hmm. if it's not Spielberg working with Harrison Ford, I don't really care that much. But it'll be a send. You think it'll be a send off? Probably. <laughs> he doesn't have much time left. <laughs> he doesn't. I mean, Golly. I mean, he's, he's crashing. He's crashing planes, and he's like eighty. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how much time he has on this earth. <laughs> oh. Okay. It's real insensitive, Griffin. Golly, <laughs> it's sorry, true. Harrison. If you if you ever stumble upon this uh, podcast, Harrison, just listen to this. It's like, hey. <laughs> Alright, um, I don't have this written down, but um, Martin Scorsese's new film started shooting, Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know anything about that, about the murders of the uh, Indians, I believe. Please don't hate me, because I can't describe it that well. But The Native Americans? Yeah, the Native Americans. You bigot. <laughs> no i actually I'm so don't ignorant. know anything about it i heard he was making a new film but i haven't followed long enough to actually know what really he was diving into it almost sounds like a classic western i know there was some mix-up of how big of leo's role is because leonardo DiCaprio's in it um mm. the i don't know his name the b-level matt damon you know who i'm talking about he looks exactly. I know like... who you're talking. Yeah, about. Know. everybody knows who I'm talking. It's about. weird that you say that, and but boom, I know who you're talking yeah. about. Guy in Breaking Bad. Yeah, everybody knows him like that. But God, I'm rude today. B level. <laughs> you know, and no matter how big he gets, we don't even know his name. Yeah. He will always be the B level yep. Matt Damon. But oh, I heard that's man. a big. Bu- I heard that's a big budget, and you know he's he's old too. Mar- Marty's old too, so let him do whatever he wants. It's true. He's going a little senile. Yeah. Hey man, that man's a genius. Um, what else do we got here? Okay, the last I know thing for me. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, thank you. Very gentlemanlike of yep. you. Got a, got a <laughs> we talked about this after the last podcast about how we interview, uh, interrupt each other all the time. Yeah, I know we did so, talk about that. Yeah, it's okay. We're we're working on it. I think we did it a lot in this podcast, but it's okay. Uh, for, I know I was saying, for me, this uh, weekend, the Demon Slayer movie comes out in the U.S., and I'm very excited for that. Uh, so I got to finish the series. I'm like eight episodes in. Um, it's honestly one of the... We talk about Ghost of Tsushima being a masterpiece of a game. Demon Slayer is a masterpiece, in my opinion, uh, of an anime. Just the, the animation style, the story. It's just a really, really good... You know, it's not cringy. You know, it's not full of fillers or anything. It's just straight to the point, good anime. I'm enjoying it so, so. far. It hasn't captured my attention like I thought it would, but it's a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm watching it because I had heard about the Demon Slayer movie being the number one movie in Japan. And if something passes Spirited Away in Japan, I'm like, okay, it's probably really good. <laughs> um, what is your favorite anime? Well, let's get into it. Why not? I don't have that written down, but... Yeah, well, we're going to be wrapping it up here soon, but I i mean, I could talk about it all the time, but my favorite anime will always be Naruto. Oh, that's right. I just, got, I just finished watching the series for the third time. I actually got my wife to start it last summer. We just finished uh, last month. But I don't know, something about just the nostalgia, the way it's set up over like 
how many years it's been, how many hundreds of episodes there are. It's just something for me I just really love, especially watching it over again, now seeing and appreciating how things that were set up back in the early 2000s come to fulfillment in the late 2000s, literally over a 10-year span. And I I could talk about Naruto all the time. Uh, I'm a big Godzilla fan, but I can honestly say Naruto is a franchise that is in my top three, definitely. What about you? I love Akira, both the manga and the anime, but who doesn't? Um, I'm a huge Hayao Miyazaki fan. Um, Not to be boring, but Spirited Away is one of my favorite animes. I think it's just amazing. I can watch it over and over again. And I like how deep it is. Mm -hmm. I'm like that. But um, uh, Is that your favorite uh, studio film? Yeah, I, I would say so. I know that's a boring answer because that's always like the top of every list. But it really, Mine I think is, it is. I think it is. Mine's a uh, Graves, Grave of the Fireflies. That's so depressing, <laughs> dude. It's depressing, but I don't know. That was one of the first movies, I guess, growing up when I re- re- uh, recall just memories that actually like touched my soul. Maybe I was really young when I watched it, but I enjoyed it a lot. I've watched it a couple times since then, but you know. yeah, you know, we we want what we want to do. For all our listeners, is eventually on the next episodes, for the end of the episodes, do a director spotlight type thing. Mm-hmm. And I think Hayao Miyazaki, meaning that one of the first filmmakers we talk about, would be a good one. Okay, yeah, yeah, most definitely. But um, I have one more topic before we send it off. Send it. All right, Lord of the Rings. This is interesting. Ooh. So the Lord of the Rings series for Amazon. Um, it's going to be more expensive, apparently, than Game of Thrones. Um, what did you, did you read the book? I have, yes, I have. Re- I do. I haven't read the Hobbit books, but okay. I have read all three. Uh, not all three. I've read the Lord of the Rings books. Okay, so I bought the book. It's going to be one of my summer reads. Um, so I, I'm kind of curious to see how much I love the book, and I hear there's it's pretty different from Peter Jackson's take on it. Oh, it is. I mean, the movies are great, but the book. You definitely get a lot more depth. That's what I hear. And so I'm interested because at first when I heard about the Amazon making the series, I thought, like, why? Why would you even need to do that? But what I hear and now what I'm probably going to read over the summer is it's actually very different. It could be very different from what Peter mm-hmm. Jackson had done. Um, I'm now a huge the fan. Amazon series is a prequel, isn't it? it I don't know. I've, I was reading that it is a prequel, kind of like The Rise of Sauron and stuff like that, even before The Hobbit. Well, was that recent? Because I, when I first heard it as announced, it was um, the Lord of the Rings are adapting it. So I don't know if huh. it, if there's n- bigger we'll news. Have to look at, we'll have to look it up and maybe bring it up into the next podcast. I know with the new series, there was a big old controversy because they had actually expressed their want to put in nudity. <laughs> and like a lot of like Tolkien fans and just classic Lord of the Rings fans are like, no, do not do that amazon definitely amazon definitely wants their own game of thrones yeah and i think amazon actually i think they came out and said they're not going to do it so props to them if they don't Uh, because to me i'm also one of those people it's like i'm not some of those people that are like crazy against like certain content and films especially if it makes sense but Mm -hmm. for me i i've studied tolkien before i i've read his biographies um I, i like the guy and i think that's something that's his legacy lord of the rings is and to taint it for something that he wouldn't want i guess is a a creative dispute so i don't know i don't know how they're gonna go i know it's apparently very violent which i'm cool with yeah like it's gonna be game of thrones-esque violence but i think uh, other than that we're just gonna have to see how it rolls but yeah like you said a, a way bigger budget but it feels like a lot of things are becoming a bigger budget just in general, especially well, with all these platforms. Yeah, and TV becoming so huge. Um, studios mm-hmm. are willing to invest in these shows. Look at look at Disney's Marvel series and yeah. the Star Wars series. Look at the budgets on those. I mean, it makes sense, Insane. too. It makes sense, too. Lord of the Rings is a slam dunk, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have an but issue you- getting fans for that. Yeah, it already has its own cult following. Yeah. If anything, it's part of... Like that big three, you know, you got Lord of the Rings, you got Star Wars, and debatably, if you want to enter, like, I guess, Harry Potter fans, which I don't really care for, yeah, but, I mean, uh, 
I always see those three like intertwining as like their fan bases. So Yeah, I'm actually glad to hear you know so much about that world and Tolkien. So we can talk about it more once I read over the summer and then oh, talk yeah. about the series because I know we'll probably hear more casting and news about it in the near future. So. I really need to read the Hobbit books. I know they're just as good apparently. That's and they shorter, dive right? A lot more into yeah, it's I I think so. But I think it dives a lot more into like characters that you know in Lord of the Rings, but they don't really, I guess, talk about as much. I guess their history. So yeah. obviously, you know, with Bilbo and Gandalf and all that. But yeah. I, I'm interested. I like the dragons. I like the dragon stuff. So. It's a new thing for me, fantasy. I don't read a lot of fantasy. I'm more horror, sci-fi, and all that, or history. Mm-hmm. So it, it's going to be fun to see how much I like mix. it. I, I definitely lead a little more sci-fi like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about our love for Blade Runner and stuff like that. Uh, but, yeah, I do like a, a little bit of fantasy from here and there. I, I grew up with like a lot of the old 80s fantasy mm-hmm. uh, films, like Kroll and stuff like that so yeah. my dad my dad really liked those and he would make me watch them with him and i kind of grew up with those so i'm excited uh i like fantasy games i played all the lord of the rings games and and whatnot as well so yeah cool 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 um cool cool well, anything else a, before we go i think that's about it yeah we hit about our what an hour ish mark did we really we've been talking that long huh I don't know, maybe 45 minutes. Yeah. You know, I have, I always forget to set a timer. Yeah, but, I never set know, a timer. I just talk. You lose you don't keep track of time. Time flies by when you're having fun, you're talking with your bud. <laughs> Thanks, Walt. <laughs> Appreciate it. I was bored out of my mind. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. It's about time that we actually recorded this. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> uh, let's try we'll try to get one out next week as well. So we'll see. Gotcha, gotcha. So to our viewers that have been watching, we are sorry for the little bit of a delay uh, on the podcast, but we will definitely, especially with this weekend coming up and this jam-packed month coming up, we'll definitely be on it a little bit more. Uh, So yeah, stay subscribed, tell your friends, tell your family. I am Wa, I almost said Robbie. I'm Wa and... Who's Robbie? I don't know. (laughs) I'm Griffin. (laughs) All right, and this has been Geek Runner. All right, peace out.